some reason I find the foam slurp quite pleasing. <laughs> it's kind of like Velcro, like slowly, like peeling Velcro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. <clears throat> eh, hello. We didn't do our vocal warm-ups. So. Yeah, you're a little froggy there, buddy. Do I sound weird? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I haven't spoken much. Oh. Today. You've been going monk mode today? In general. Well, a little bit, yeah. Mm. But mostly for the last couple of hours, I'm just having a food coma uh-huh. and watching YouTube videos. Uh huh. That's the kind of hours that I'm keeping right now. Yeah, I'm I'm very sleepy right now. I'm pretty sleepy too. You know, happy Thanksgiving uh-huh. to the Green and Lewis family. They will be listening to this on oh the, on Thanksgiving while cooking, etc. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right on the day on the day of. But for us, it's merely Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Sunday night the day before. But Will went through a Hercu- Herculean effort. And made us early Thanksgiving. I just wanted stuffing. And the bread was getting to be stale. So I said, oh, yes. That's ideal for stuffing, right? You mm-hmm. want it to be getting to be stale. It was like the r- just the right consistency. So I was like, I like tapped it and was like, ooh, you're ready. You're ready. Perfect, yeah. So we're both uh, suffering under the weight of some wet stuffing. And uh, that's not a bad thing. No. I just don't know if it makes for a good podcast. Oh, it's fine. That's all. I didn't really eat anything else today. I had so brekkie today. I had brekkie, but I didn't have anything after that. So, yeah, I I did the like yogurt berry protein dust, but then I went and worked all that off. Yogurt berry protein dust. Okay. Yeah, that's my usual everyday breakfast. But I yeah. also I was also wickedly hungover. Um. So I was like, oh, this isn't doing it. What did you get up to last night? Were you out? Were you out at the Gabars dancing to Robin? No, I wanted, I wanted to be a slob at home alone. Oh, that's nice. You you had some classic alone time. I want. I was like, I want to be quiet time. You're putting yourself in solitary confinement. Yes. Well, yes. In a tank of too many martinis, a bottle of wine. <laughs> and some and pilfered beverage <laughs> beers. Yeah, I was like, these are never going to... Get drinking. So you drank uh, my beers. I, I didn't even notice that. I had two of them. You had two of them. There was only three of them. I didn't know there was a third. Otherwise, there would. You can have. That's why there's pilsners. You can have those. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's fine. Oh boy, the secrets come out <laughs> on the cast. <laughs> you slept I, that one right by me, but I figured you would have seen that. But okay. no, I mostly just noticed that uh, when I when I arrived home this morning, that the bottle of wine was sticking out of the recycling. Yes, that's par for the course. <laughs> that's about I've right. I've seen that one before. Yeah. But then you know when there's an empty. Su- seltzer on the table and the pillows are kind of disheveled and the glasses are still in the sink i'm like all right i get the picture i know what happened here <laughs> but it was pretty contained all things considered oh, yeah, no, i'm no. genuinely not shaming you i've made i've made much worse oh yeah before. i mean i'm not f- we're not picking up cheese from months ago but you know i get it I'm, I'm envious a little bit it's been a minute since i've had like you know what i'm just gonna go ham right now alone well i knew i wanted to have like a martini when I got home, but then I stopped at the shitty wine store that sold me corked wine and was like, maybe I'll give him another shot. I, I'll do a white wine. Maybe I won't have the martini. And then I was like, you know, we're getting, we're doing both. We're doing one martini and a bottle of wine. We're done. Yeah. Real Karen hours, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I was yeah. feeling very rich white woman on the couch in my Karen, t-shirt. Karen, age 47. She uh-huh. had a hard day as a receptionist at a doctor's office. The husband's out of town for a girls' <laughs> volleyballs game. Uh-huh. And she is gonna enjoy some Bravo. Oh yeah. And several too many drinks. Yeah, I was watching <laughs> I was watching my stupid stories on U- YouTube. Yep. Sounds about right. 
it was great. I was like, this is amazing. Because I, I was invited out to, to Gabar, but it was 10 o'clock and I said, you go be young and have fun. I'm not doing that, sweetie. Sorry. Mm. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Hey, you got to do that sometimes. That's good. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm not going out. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I was feeling a little pavo this week until my credit card company was like, you want some more money? I was like, yes, please. Thanks. That is not a good sign. Feeling <laughs> pavo until the credit card company ups your limit. They were like, have some more money. I'm like, That's a downward spiral, if I've ever heard one. Be careful with that. Well, it turned out to be really, uh, for uh, what is it, fortuitous timing? Not mm-hmm. gratuitous. That's, you know. Um, because last night at one in the morning, someone in Wisconsin decided to hack my Instacart and place a target order. For $25, which I then got alerted to at noon today hmm. um, when I woke up, um, or 10 when I woke up and then went back to sleep. And then I went, huh, I did not place this order. Where was, wh- what is this? Yeah, I when's the last time you used Instacart at all? Once. I, I feel I, like I used it once during the pandemic. I used it. Like in 2020. I used it when I was like sick one day and I was like, I need groceries, but I want to get up. Yeah. So that was the last time. But, and how it went through is also a miracle because the card is no longer active. The card that you have attached to your Instacart that fucker is That fucker's in Belgium. Yeah, you know? that's interesting. So I'm like, how did that go through? How are we doing that? Um, so I had to be like, okay, didn't order this. They haven't gotten back to me, but I'm like, cool, whatever. Lock the card. And now I get to have that fun thing that I'm going to do after Thanksgiving. of like, hi, I need another one. Hi, Chase. It's time. Well, wait. Do you really need another? Oh, because you got the card replaced, but your number didn't change or anything. Is that what you're saying? I, I but the back thing did. Yeah, interesting. I so don't I don't know, know how it went through. Um, I feel like you need to take that up with Instacart. Although that's probably not going to get you anywhere. I I just want the twenty five bucks back. So yeah. like once I started like poking around because at first someone tried to log in in Chicago and then someone logged in in Wisconsin. So I don't know if they're just like fully hacked all all over the place. Which sounds like it. Yeah, this sounds like an internet problem. I yeah. don't think this happened in physical space anywhere. No. Um, but so that was, you know, and it was stuff that like I've historically ordered bath salts and, and foams. But bath salts, the drug? No, like Epsom. Oh, okay. You got to be careful with that term. I know. You might be talking about a toothless man in Florida whiling out on I an know. overpass. Well, I, you know, I don't know how many Florida men we have listening to, the po- <laughs> to this particular podcast. That's a good question. I wish we had more. I would really like to visit Mar-a-Lago. Okay. Um, no. He's back. Ugh, we're not there yet. <laughs> we're not there yet. Um, the only reason why I know I didn't drunkenly order this shit is that th- there was like a fancy uh, soap, like a fancy dish soap. which That doesn't sound like a reason did, did, why you wouldn't have done it. But would I spend $10 on dish soap? No. I'm a cheap hoe. Mm. I spend the $2 on the jug, you know? I don't know. There's been a fancy dish soap sitting next to the standard dish soap for a while that you did try out. That is hand soap. Oh. And it was $3 at Trader Joe's. Well, the couple of times that the dish soap has run out and I've been too lazy to go under the sink. You used hand soap <laughs> on dishes? <laughs> you mean you didn't fill it halfway with water like you usually do, driving me slowly insane? I do do that, yes. Don't never do that. It's a poor strategy, but it, it pays off. It works. There's always soap under there. It might be covered by some bags. Yeah, but you can get more bang for your buck if you just water it down a little bit. It's concentrated anyway. Or you could just refill it. All I do refill it, but sometimes I don't want to because you don't need to yet. Sometimes the pump straw 
doesn't reach down to the soap liquid, and I know there's still some in there. So I just fill it up enough. It is maddening <laughs> to get to this. It is absolutely maddening when you're expecting like a nice girthy squirt, and then it's just like. <laughs> Please don't ever say girthy squirt <laughs> <What>? again. <laughs> I mean, I, I listen. Didn't, I didn't need that tonight. <laughs> I knew it would get you, oh so I boy. said it. Oh, boy. Um, anywho. But... All right, I'll stop doing that. I mean, I just always feel like, you know, it's cost-effective. No, just feel... It's, you get a little more... You get it's a little not extra. the right texture to come out of the thing. It's it's wrong. <laughs> why, do you, why do you... Sometimes you pump it too hard and then and it jizzes a little longer? It's all you. over me, and yeah. I'm like, son of a bitch, because I used so much force, and then it's like... That's true. I never <sighs> thought about that dimension because I'm the one doing it. I'm you well know, aware yeah. of what's going on, but sometimes I you're get groggy. a fucking surprise in the middle of my eye, and yeah. I'm like, "Oh, this is fun." If you only had a nickel, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's not a fun one. It's not a fun splat in the eye, you know. Um. Anyway, so the, you know, the dastardly, dastardly plan was foiled because they did actually deliver it, but to here, so it is downstairs. Oh, so you have these items. Yeah, but then it crazy. Went, but then it went away when I came back from the gym. So someone in the building has it. Whoa! So not only was it an attempt to thieve my car. Did it have your name on it? No. Okay. I think it's still down there and just moved. I think it was like, oh, did you get this? And it was like, no. So it's up at the top. Well, I'm gonna say this quietly because our walls are paper thin here. Mm-hmm. But our neighbors upstairs from us constantly open my Amazon packages. I know. Even when my name's on them. Like five or six times. No. I've gotten an Amazon the box taped one. that's yeah. just retaped, closed very poorly, by mm-hmm. the way, which just pisses me off. You, you know, because, listen, I want just the read. proper yeah. sensation of opening the opening fresh treats, thing that yeah. I ordered. Yes, the treats that yeah. I'm excited about, mm-hmm. you know. And when it's deflated by like poorly applied packing tape in the wrong direction, I don't understand why people don't know how to tape boxes. Well, but yeah, they do it all the time. And it's like, it has my name on it. Can you just look? Yeah. I know you guys order like 700 Amazon packages per day. Right. I've never seen more online orders to a single residence. I know. I mean, seriously, they have three or four like every day. Yeah, I know. It's really incredible. But anyway, they keep doing that. So I would not be surprised, frankly, in your case. Oh, no, I, I saw where the bag is. I just, I, I don't even want oh, it. Oh, it was I, that Target bag. Yeah, downstairs. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. I don't even want it because I don't want to have the guilt of like when I call Instacart tomorrow, I'm like, hey, you didn't get back to me. What the fuck? You don't need to have any guilt. You get to keep the treats you didn't order, and you get your money back. Oh, great. Okay, I just have guilt where I'm like, well, did you get it? And I'd be like, I, I did not log in. You can see that there was attempts to log in. I'll show you. Like, they, you guys sent me emails to double check that it was me. Yeah. So, Well, no. just to be clear, in case you're a simpleton, you, of course, don't tell them that you received it. Yeah. Just pretend you're out the $25, which you are anyway. Yeah. And keep the stuff. That's Maybe. totally fine. Okay, fine. Yeah. It's stuff I would want anyway, that is except a, for the expensive dish. The soap. definition of a victimless crime. Correct. Except they were the people who stole it were trying to buy a thousand dollar Roomba. Because I went into the Instacart and went, What the fuck is in this cart? Because they tried to buy groceries, but they couldn't. And then they tried to get a, a Roomba and I was like, Good luck. I have I am Pavo, so you're not getting that Roomba, okay? <laughs> yeah, wow, they hit the they hit the credit card limit. Little did they know. <laughs> I was like, oh, you think that, that Sally was home just waiting for that to replenish. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you think uh you think uh <laughs> you think you're getting that, huh? Mm-mm. No, no. Yeah, I don't you know, I, I wish I was a more sophisticated person that understood how to perpetrate these frauds because when my card got stolen too, there's something about the connection between big box stores, third party delivery apps. 
and credit card thievery that goes hand in hand. Yeah. Like, I think because all of those entities, the banks, the tech companies, and the big box retailers are so large that they don't care about their losses. Right. That you can just triangulate those three things, and all three companies are just like, fuck it, if it falls on one of us, whatever. We'll eat it, yeah. And nobody's going to, like, look into it if you don't do it too much. If you don't, like, you know, reach the grand larceny threshold or whatever, they just don't care. Mm Mm-hmm. So every time your identity gets stolen, people always do that. They go for like a $1300 purchase from a Walmart or a Target via an app. Well, it it's it's to it's like the $75 at Chick-fil-A, which again, baffling. I don't know how you do it. But like for like it's always the test of like something small and then we're going hard yeah, and yeah, I'm like exactly. If it works for the little transaction, then we're getting the Roomba. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like why would you not change the delivery address so then I would be none the wiser? What I don't understand either How'd is... How'd you fuck that up? Yeah, that's pretty... Because they pretty plugged in their address, well, oh, which I deleted. I should have taken a screenshot and been like, send the police there. That's a good idea. They wouldn't do that. But I know. Hey. You know, if I had to guess, you know what I think happens is I think that the these are mostly like nerd uh, hackers that are doing this. Mm. And I think a lot of this is automated probably. Oh, Maybe. I think they write scripts for these things, and they run 100,000 of them, and the 500 of them that have a successful transaction, they might look into personally and then actually select an item. Right. But I think, like, the first $25 is just automatic. Just some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, huh. Yeah, I was like, but why would it be stuff that I've ordered from Target before? That's the reason I think the script thing is I think what they write in is probably, like, some sort of script that says, like, search the transaction history, order items you know right, from yeah. the recent purchases because then it doesn't look suspicious you won't catch it as quickly mm, yeah nobody will right because it, because as far as everybody's automatic you know checking services go that checks out $25 worth of soap right doesn't seem suspicious coming from a sinister homosexual in Brooklyn <laughs> you know nobody <laughs> thinks that's weird right so they get they, that's how they get in and huh. then they're like but today he wants a Roomba and everyone's like that's not true we know that man does the not want to. The big tech make... algorithms go, no, 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 no. Will Laughlin has never even looked at a Roomba with anything but scorn. I have looked at a Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> but I've looked at the, I've looked at them and gone, $300 for vacuum robot? Get fucked. Get out. You know what? That fucked. does make sense for you. I could definitely picture you having a Roomba. If you, had a, if you at any point in your life had a more sizable uh, living arrangement, where the Roomba wouldn't be like another <laughs> piece of furniture yeah. bumping against chairs from the trash. It would get... You know, you would use one. Chairs from the trash, excuse me. You know how many times I've been walking down the street with you and you're like, that's an Eames chair. And I'm like, it's covered in mold. Only once. <laughs> it was only one time. It was only one time. Only one time. And I did end up throwing that out after six months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I tried to fix it. I feel, like, I feel like a possible version of your future is to end up as one of the people on American Hoarders. Not the not the ho- host of the show. I'm sorry. I mean American Pickers. Oh. <laughs> not the hosts of the show, but like one of the bearded gentlemen, you know, in the upper Midwest that they go and visit who has like a barn full of things they think are really valuable. Oh, yeah. that's But they actually me. aren't. And <sighs> for you, it's just like surplus school chairs. Oh yeah, from prior uh, to 1970, hundreds <laughs> of school chairs from about 55 to 62. You know, and they're haggling with you, and they're like, you know, I can offer you, you know, say 1,200 dollars for the whole lot, and I'm talking like a barn full of chairs, and you're like, I was thinking more like 120 thousand. Correct. And they drive away the van unsatisfied, mm-hmm. and you 
remain defiant that your collection is king valuable. of all chairs yeah <laughs> of course and you will accept no nothing shit <laughs> from these iowans i will not take your underbid thank you so much yeah, yeah. um yeah mm, not not far off mm-hmm. not not that far off as the beard grows and the rest of the hair disappears you Excuse just become me. more and more the character eventually you'll get over this phase of being jacked no. And you'll just have like uh I know you wish that upon me, but it's just <laughs> never going to happen. Well, the thing is, little do you know, the more and more I wish it upon you, the more and more you will resist it. <laughs> I'm trying to keep you in shape uh-huh. through my taunts. It's it's an act of love. I got a mirror for that baby. I don't need I don't need taunting. Mm-mm. I was like, oh. gutters. Yeah. It's wow. happening. Okay. It's happening. I'm yeah. like, great. Great. That's pretty incredible. That's an amazing achievement. It's been almost a year, right? I have some months. I have until March. March. Oh, okay. But you're getting there. Four more months? Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. (sighs) Just more money. I feel like the first year is where all of the uh, true gains happen, you know? At that point, I think it gets harder to to do anything significant, but... You put in the significant work. Yeah, you know? then you have to graduate from the P-Fit and the, the old people and That's the crises true. and That's true. do something else. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you got to, you know, you got to move things around in the portfolio again. I know, I got to... M- Less candles, more protein powder, maybe a trainer. Yeah. Free weights. Really, really, trainer is the next step. I don't know how people afford that, but a lot of people seem to do that. I don't know how either. Yeah. Hmm. Or you pay them for like a month. Be like, what can you do for me for a month, okay? You got to tell me what to do. How to do it. Well, don't people get fancy gym memberships sometimes and then try to cancel them quickly? Because like, if you go to Equinox, I think you get a free trainer for a while. You and get a, you just do it till you run you out of that. You get one free session with a trainer. Oh, that's all you get? Yeah. Aren't there gyms that give you more? Maybe not. Mm-mm, not anymore. Oh, jeez. No, 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 no. Oh, maybe, maybe it was Blink that was like, you got your one day and we'll show you how to use everything. And then off to the wilds with you. I would hope for the price of Equinox that you basically have unlimited access to that, but... Equinox is there because they're like, you're paying for a place to get a blowjob in a steam room. Jeez, I mean, you could just go to the Russian baths. It'd be a lot cheaper. Ew. Yeah. No, that's now just for like NYU co-eds to go and fuck around in. Yeah, apparently it's very disgusting. Yeah, it's not I great. Fi- I, you know, I'd heard about it on podcasts and stuff for a long time. Yeah. But then I finally talked to a coworker who had actually been there and he was like, no, 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 no. Go to the ones in Tribeca. They're way better. And oh, the one in Tribeca is three hundred dollars. I don't know how expensive they are. It's so expensive. Um, the baths are like fifteen bucks. But he said like the Russian baths on the Lower East Side are disgusting, mm-hmm. and that you know to be frank about it, they're full of hosseds, really. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one on Tenth, the there's a set on Tenth, like the oh, that's Ru- not the one I'm talking. The about. Russian Turkish baths are the that's the old school one. Oh, okay. Um, that's just overrun by NYU children. Oh, also, apparently, Russian baths in South Brooklyn, like in Bay Ridge, no, fuck no. are actually pretty good. Oh. What? Because there's still actually just ethnic Russian people that go there. I mean, they're, oh, right. they're hard-edged in the sense that, yes, you are going there with, like, mobsters from Kiev right. or whatever. Uh-huh. But, you know, they're the real deal. Whereas like the they're going to beat you with the sticks? Yeah, they'll do that at the other places, too. But like you said, I think you called it pretty correctly the ones like in manhattan downtown are just for nyu co-eds to like say they did it yes and post it on instagram but are apparently disgusting correct yeah well like in every respect both the clientele and the upkeep rubus used to do it a lot yeah when i followed on instagram then i was like listen no 
Um, but it was like it was like a thing to be like, oh, we're doing trashy New York shit, right? And I'm like, oh, just leave it alone. Is there nothing that you people won't do and ruin for a story and a post? And the answer is no. The answer is no. We're gonna ruin everything. Yeah. <sighs> Which is fine. That's everybody's right. No. You know. Just enjoy and experience. Why? Why you gotta bring? You shouldn't be able to bring your phone in a bathhouse anyway. Well, they're all waterproof now. Oh right. And humidity proof, and it's perfect for spicy posting. Spicy posting. Yeah. By the way, don't update your phone why? if it's asking you to. Because I did it, uh-huh. and the most egregious thing happened. I let it update overnight. I said, okay, do this while I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. And when I woke up in the morning, the clock on my lock screen was basically in Comic Sans. Oh, yeah, you can change the font. I changed it back-ish, mm-hmm. but you can't get what you used to have, and that really annoys me because it does not look good. Oh, really? The aesthetics of the new update are very bad. But can you do the thing they where are you, for babies. Where you make a, you can isolate parts of photos? Yes, you can do that. That's the only thing that seems useful. Well, yeah, they they basically added like some certain very basic Photoshop functions too. But why can't I just take it's, a f- it's you know what it is? I realized this because the update happened to come in close proximity to me making a homemade meme the day before. They're a just homemade meme? Yeah, I made my own meme. They're just well, It's continue, an inside joke that's not going to make any sense even if I were to relay it. Well, you know what? I'll try. You know that meme. That, you know what? You know that meme that's like it's that like utopian sci-fi looking uh-huh. lower half, and then the upper half says like the world with if, or yeah. the world without, or mm-hmm. yeah, the world if. Uh, m- mine was just that, but it said the world without musicians and rollerbladers. I'm not going to bother trying to explain that. I think if you get the vibe, you get it. But I mean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I mean... So my point is that if you, if you you know, what they added to the iOS update is just so that people like me can make memes like that faster. Oh, that's what we need. That's the entire purpose of it. That is what I need in the world. Yeah. That's the future I want. Yeah. Oh, God. That is literally the future that I want. (sighs) Stupid. (laughs) So fucking stupid. I, like, I don't know. I, yeah, I, uh, uh, no, no, no me gusta. I don't want the phone to be dumber. I yeah, want, they I want made the, it dumber. I want the phone to be able to take a photo and not autocorrect it. So, you know, when you're taking progress pics, it doesn't give you hair pants. Because the auto contrast is like, it looks like you're wearing pants. Might have to start adding to the waxing budget. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't exist. Out of candles and into a different kind we, of wax. We don't, we, there, there is no budget for a waxing. So sorry. I don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars. I mean, you're already maxing the credit card out. You, know? <laughs> you, you can't break the bank. The number of hairs on you, I mean, Jesus, that's like that's like cutting the grass at a baseball field. It Twi- takes all day. Twice a month, I have to do a full, like, <laughs> you know, because the bald. I have to spend one day where I'm like, okay, we're doing the beard today. Okay, we got to do, okay, now that I've shortened the beard, now the bald head looks long. Right. So we got to bring that down, and then it's like everything. One day at a time. That's what they say. Oh, no. Just one foot before the other. One hour. One full hour. One shave before the next. Oh, my God. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's my I don't know. If you start to get ripped and jacked enough, you're going to want to accentuate your muscles, and you're going to have to start 
you're going to have to start this process. Yeah, that's of why you have to trim and the and oiling and it's no oiling. No, no oiling no. for sure. No, 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 no. Prone to break. You think that silicone lube's hard to get out of sheets? <laughs> Wait till you're oiled up in there too. What? <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what what is life? What is my life? Oh, baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god. Huh. Well, it's a goofy one. Yeah. Great. Yeah, that's fine. All right. That's fine. Better than I expected. <laughs> you know? I mean, you anyway, know. Anyway, yeah, yeah. What the hell's going on, man? I feel like we just recorded this podcast. We did. Did we? I don't know. I think it was Tuesday, Monday, uh, Monday. something like that. Yeah, we're, we're on, we've been on a weird kind of off schedule. Yeah, where it's uh, a full week is not transpiring between episodes. Yeah, so they're getting a little goofy, which is fine. Last one, I, I but it I, makes I, it hard because like nothing has really happened, you know. Last one was a little boring. I was, I gotta say, I was a little disappointed. Think it was boring. A lot of I people was a little disappointed in us. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Mm. I thought it was okay. I mean, you know, a lot of people t- wanted to talk about it. That oh. doesn't happen that often. Oh, thank God, no one bothers me anymore. Oh great yeah i think they know better than that but well it's fine um i did get a one recommendation that i I was happy for gwen sent me a rec for something and i was like ah see you just invoked the update oh i did yeah how dare you conjured it later remind me later thank you um i love that they don't have an option that's just like no I know. You either get to delay it or do it right now, uh-huh. but you don't get to say no thank you. I don't know why. I was getting updates on the on the laptop. They're like, Microsoft wants to update. I'm like, for what? I don't need that. Well, my after life. my epic like Apple experience that we detailed a couple episodes ago, like you know why. They're trying to fucking brick everybody's shit and make them get a new one. That's Right why. before Christmas? Yeah. Oh, oh my God, my phone is being slow. Can you get me a phone for Christmas? Right Please. before the incoming chips shortage. Oh, whatever. You know? Honestly, at this point, take it. Give me, give me a Nokia. I want a brick back. Do you know how nice it would be? Just playing Snake on the subway. I would actually have an attention span With your again. portable CD player. Oh, that if you even wanted to listen to anything at all. No, I have I got that still got that little iPod mini. Imagine how funny that would be. I would really encourage all of our listeners, please take your favorite two episodes of this podcast and burn them to a CD and listen to them with skips in the middle of them. Oh, on we, your could, we could CD test it player. in the car. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't have a CD. No one has a CD drive anymore. Yeah, I mean, your car predates CDs. <laughs> Shut up. It doesn't have a tape deck, for fuck's sake. Um, Your car may have been manufactured in the early 2000s, but it was designed in the mid-90s. Yes, it was. Yeah, It does have a six-disc changer in there. I'm like, you know, if we rip that out... We Where could... is the six-disc changer? In the... In the dash? Yeah. I thought you said it didn't have CD. It does. Oh, okay. I said it didn't have a tape deck. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was getting confused. I thought it just had a tape deck. No. Cancel my previous joke. It doesn't make any sense now. Didn't Big Green have a tape deck and not a CD deck? Yes, de- Big Green did have a tape deck, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. So. But I believe l- Big Green was from 1997. That is fair. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, 2005. Poor car. Poor car. She could be 20. We got to drive her off a cliff somewhere. I don't know where it's going to be. Isn't that crazy? I mean, that's like when you when you got that car originally, if, if you had had a car from 1975 or mm-hmm. 85 i'm sorry correct but still that that's like crazy yeah anyway well i've had her for 15 17 
What? Now 18, right? 2005. Yeah, but I bought it in like 2008. Oh, I see. I see. Oh. Yeah, great timing. I'm really good right at, at the Right at the top of the market. <laughs> oh, no, wait. The wait, bottom wait. of the market? I don't know. It was it was not a, a, a good time to purchase said vehicle, mm-hmm. but I did. Um, no, I think it's I think it's time, but... All of these things, you know, including the waxing budget, are all just in line with like, God, I got to make more money. Fucking Christ. It's alarming. It's really hard to make more money, man. I need to make more money, too. I need I'm to... getting really annoyed by not making more money. Uh-huh. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah. I I almost did a crazy thing the other day. What? And that, I, that I actually think I am going to do because it is rational and it makes the most sense to do this. But emotionally, it's going to be very difficult. I, uh, because of the Biden student loan thing, because I, I got a little message from them in my email. I don't know if you got this. Ooh. That is pathetic to read because it says, you know, hey, uh, we received your application. I got that email a long time ago, but they said, we received your application and it's been approved, but the courts are holding this up. Huh. We're truly sorry that they're holding it up, but you've been approved. So it will go through. Your providers have been notified and everything, you know, if the court like lets it happen. We'll always keep fighting for you, you know? And it's like, okay. I feel like this is probably the last I'm ever going to hear about this. But anyway. Oh, this one? The lawsuits preventing? Yes. This email uh, determined that you are eligible for loan relief. Oh, yeah, great. No wonder they're up my dick so hard at Navient because they want to get some money back. Well, look, I'm trying to find a silver... Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to find a silver lining here because when I read that, I was like, well, it's kind of nice to know that it was approved. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Right. It's in legal limbo, but if that ever gets solved, you know, Great. the next day, it, this will actually happen. That's mm-hmm. kind of nice to know. So I did a thing I don't normally do, which is I opened all of my accounts. I went and said, okay, where is all my money? Where are all my debts? Let's look at this in 10 different tabs uh-huh. and really figure out this situation. Mm-hmm. Because I'm getting frustrated right. by being in eternal debt. And I'm getting frustrated by not making enough money and not having enough money and not really being... You can't really plan for your life long term. No. If all of these things stand. So I took a look at all these things. It's six different student loans, which I didn't even really remember because I just think of it all as one thing. Oh, yeah. But it's actually six separate payments. It's Mm -hmm. actually two different holders of these payments. Mm -hmm. It's it's incredibly labyrinthine. So I looked at that. I looked at my credit card debt. I looked at my... you know. three different investment accounts. I looked at my savings account. I looked at my checking account. It's literally, it's like 10 things. It's Mm -hmm. crazy. And I was like, okay, I have this amount of money in savings. I'm paying this amount of interest over here and over here. And and are you familiar with the debt snowball method? Have you ever heard of this? No. You start with the little ones and then get to the big ones? Yes. You disregard the interest payments on your shit. And you look at what can you actually pay off like immediately. Mm -hmm. Just do that. And then start chipping away at loans the other one the other method called the uh, debt avalanche method is that you take on the highest interest rates first and then don't pay attention to the amount of the loan right Mm -hmm. but i realized with the amount that i have in savings without having to touch my investment accounts i could completely pay off uh, two of six student loans Hmm. It would still leave me with more than $50,000 in debt, but then I factored in the Biden thing, and it goes down to like 42000 That's a lot. It's still a tremendous amount. It's still like for the rest of your life, you're going to be making payments amount. Right. But 
the two that I can knock out are the highest interest rates one. Hmm. So when you think about both of those different debt, like rectification methods, it just so happens that in my case, the two that I can do fit both models. I can knock out the highest interest rate things and I can, uh, you know, knock out two of my smaller loans. Mm. That's sort of like a win-win. That's not bad. In terms of knocking out your debt. However, the idea of... All money go bye-bye. 60% of my savings that have taken me 15 years to accumulate to do that is psychologically devastating. Yeah. And this is all to circle back to the idea of not making enough money. It's pathetic. What I'm talking about is $10,000. That's what it would right. take to cover these two loans. That's about 60% of my savings account. Mm-hmm. It's pathetic that it would take anyone this long to save $10,000. But the fact that I did, it's really messing with my mind. Because I'm like, it took me so long to get to five digits. You know? Right, yeah. And the idea of going back down to four digits is devastating to me on the other hand though i can do like basic math yeah and i know that financially i just need to do that like as soon as possible Mm. it would save my credit score it would have all of these like knock-on effects that are good Hmm. you know all the rest of my loans are by a different provider so it would have the effect of consolidating everything down to one company like a lot of things would get simpler however having your savings wiped out by debt feels terrible yeah and i didn't do it i looked at it and i like did all the math and i like double checked everything and i was like makes sense to do this Mm -mm -mm. but i was having a really hard time pulling the trigger i yeah i almost feel like you would be better off like putting some of that into like a good investment situation to make more money off it rather than having it be in a savings account well, this is what I'm saying. I already have uh, three separate investment accounts, two of which are, you know, the safe style of investment, a 401k and a Roth right. IRA that have thousands of dollars in them. Oh. And then the Robinhood account that has a couple grand in it that I just fuck around with. But so what I'm saying is, no, this is just my savings account I'm talking right. about. The investment accounts are already taken care of. They're already a separate thing. No, but I mean, take it out of savings, put it into a more aggressive investment that is not Robinhood. Well, here's the problem. You, you have that's not enough. You to, have like, contribution limits per year on how much you can contribute to either thing. I could dump like most of my savings into my 401k. That has a, a high enough limit. Oh that, no, that's a terrible idea. No, 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 no. That it wouldn't be. Um, that I would never hit their boundary. No, 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 no. Don't do that. I mean, like a like a mutual fund, perhaps. Well, mutual funds are what you invest in through these other financial instruments. Mm. The idea of doing it in a 401k or a Roth IRA is just your tax situation, right? Like, yeah. you know this. Yeah. But, like, if I was to invest in a mutual fund, that would basically be equivalent to open, opening a Robinhood account through my Chase account. Right. And just buying a bunch of stock in a mutual fund. Correct. Like, that's all you're doing. Yeah. But I already do that. That's called a Roth IRA. Mm, but you can't touch that. Yeah, I know. But I mean, like, if you're saying I should speculatively invest, but just with like safer instruments, yeah, maybe. But that also goes up and down short term, right? And you still have to pay taxes on that if you withdraw any of that money. Like having your money liquid in the form only of the gains, yeah. But having your money like liquid in the form of an emergency fund, 
I think makes a little bit more sense for someone in my position because you just never know what's going to happen. Right. I mean, uh, one big medical bill or the car dumps out. Yeah, you got. You actually need you know five digits worth of money to handle certain problems. I don't. I, I you know. Yes, it loses its value to inflation or whatever. Right. But at the same time, it's like you kind of got to have that bag to rely on. Yeah, that's why you know. Capital One says, here's some more money. You go, thank you so much. You're my parachute. Good to see you. But my whole point is here that I, what I became aware of, what I've been aware of for the last couple of years and have just been ignoring is paying interest on shit is not good. No. And I'm really tired of doing it. And I, and I, so long story short, I'm frustrated by not making enough money because I was like, if I only made like, if I only even made like 20,000 more 20, dollars, <laughs> more dollars, this would all be not really that big of a uh-huh. deal. Yeah. But it's so, it's such a struggle. Yeah. And then you get a fucking raise and it's like, yeah, thanks for the extra like $2,000 a year. I'm, I'm, yeah. Am I real? And like, you can't even expect that yearly in our, in our situations. It's like, yeah, you might get a raise like that every three to five years. And it's like, really? So by you, the, t- you get a 3% raise. Yeah. So by the time I've worked for cute. a company for 30 years, I'll make the amount of money that I need to make today. Yeah. It's psychotic. I no. don't know. I'm, I'm very frustrated by it, but. I don't know. Does it, does any of this track? Does this make sense? Oh, yeah. I'm thinking along these financial lines and getting like, how do you just make? Apparently, you just have to quit your job and get a new one that pays you more. Because apparently, when you are trying to look for a job, they throw more money at you for doing the same thing. And I'm like, I would like to do that, please. Who's going to throw money at me? Apparently, it's out there. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because, uh, you know, not only does the Explore page have like, you know, getting pumped, but they also have, hey, you should... Quit your job every two to three years and get a raise because it's always $10,000 at least. And I'm like, I would like that. Please. Thank you so much. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I wonder how up to date that advice is because it's like the labor market is slackening right now. Right. You know, you can you can joke and gag all you want about all the tech layoffs that have been happening. But it's like a leading indicator that it's coming to like every Every other other sector. Yeah. I think for like the era of free money and low interest rates, it's been pretty easy to do that sort of scheme where yeah sure with a tight labor market and a lot of free money floating around new employees are getting paid more than established employees but i don't think that situation is going to hold i think it's kind of a risky time to do that it, well it could be or it's like the right time because you know especially in you know service professional industries such as ourselves there's less and less people who want to do these jobs and and or are good at them so you have a bunch of morons fucking run running shit into the ground all over the place but they don't last and you get them out real fast but if you find if you have someone good you're like how much money can i throw at you to keep you yeah right you know like if you're good at what you do and it's something that's like toil at this point people are like uh we'll take that everyone wants a little clicky clacky marketing job yeah or a pr thing which is stupid but no that mm-mm. I'm more and more of the opinion that I want to make a completely fake resume and just start applying to fake internet email work from home jobs mm-hmm. and keep the same job that I have and just see how long you can get away with being on the payroll of two companies. Oh, that's a, that was a thing during Pandy. Yeah. <clears throat> people are doing overemployment. Yeah. Because the amount of work that people had to do in one day was so laughable. Like literally the fake email jobs... I, I, I mean, you know, you and I know people that have them. I'm like, the amount of work you do in a week is equivalent to the amount of work I do in an afternoon. It's insane. I send more emails in an hour. Yeah. 
Agreed. Like I mostly do too. Yeah. I'm I'm making money moves all over the place and and neither of us sit in front of a computer all day. By no. The way. No. Which is like that's cr- that's fucking nuts. We use our personal devices as office instruments. I yeah. should write that off. Um Can I expense my phone? I should I think you can. I feel like I should expense it and just yeah. see if they pay for it. Yeah. They won't. But you know, whatever. Um yeah, I don't know, man. I just want to make m- fucking more money, like yeah. somehow. I just somehow. I, I you know, I, I was having a conversation with Alan the last time I saw him, where I was like, you know, selling one painting in a year felt really nice to actually do. Because mm-hmm. I was like, wait, I could just set this as a goal year to year. So you sell one year one, you sell three, mm-hmm. then you sell five, then you sell seven, and before you know it, once you've sold twenty, you don't have to have a job anymore. Right. And I think this is like a, I, I feel like a moron saying this because I think this is very obvious to a lot of people, especially people that like do well yeah. selling their art or doing just do well in life. Mm-hmm. But it had never occurred to me in exactly that formulation before. Whereas like if I just made it a goal next year to sell two or three, mm. that's yeah. not insignificant money to me. Right. And then you just keep expanding that. Make it your goal every year, not to pay your bills, but just to sell a, a certain quantity at a certain price. Well, point. If you sold the paintings, you could knock out the debt real fast. You sell a painting, you just throw it at the the debt problem, which isn't the worst idea in the world. Yeah, exactly. But how do you do that? How do you sell the sell? The well, that's thing, a good question. You know? I don't know. To me, it's to me, it's so mysterious. It mm-hmm. just relies on like the largesse of other people and good luck, which I think is actually all it is anyway. But well, you can make those sort of situations occur more frequently if you put in effort. That's all. I am not looking to do any more effort in my life, quite frankly. Yeah, I know. But, you know, I've been thinking, you know, I hate to make this fucking financial hour, but <laughs> I really have been thinking about this because my studio is so expensive. Right. That I've been like, well, I've been lucky. It's luck- not that expensive. It's, I know. In absolute terms, it's really not. Per square foot, it's an incredible. No. It's an incredible Cheap. deal. Yeah. That, like, nobody will ever get. Everybody pays more, if not the same, if not more. However, but in in relative terms, because I'm a fucking poor and I make sixty one thousand dollars a year, yeah, which is know. like for New York City is an incredibly low amount. That's I can't good, I can't no. even express how not um, yeah. well paid that is. Um, it's an incredible expense uh-huh. that I cannot afford. But if I could sell even three paintings a year at the price point that I sold the last one. It's like that's six months of rent almost. What? Yeah, I made like almost two grand off one painting. So, right. it, you know, if I did that three times over. Yeah, that's a year of studio. No, my studio is almost a thousand bucks. So, wait, what? Oh. It's 900 bucks. Oh, I thought it was six. No. Oh. Oh, you were fucked. But, like, yeah, if, yeah okay. but like if I could get half the year paid for. It's not. It's not a tragedy at all. In fact, it's cheaper than my last studio at that point. But you. But like, I need this to pay for itself. Uh, yeah. Is what I'm getting at. I can't. I can't pay for this out of pocket. Like the things that I make in there have to finance this. Right. And if and if I think in those terms and take that seriously for a second, that'll like light the fire under your ass. You know, in a, in a way that it, in the past I just thought like, ah, eh, this is cheap enough. I can like basically make this work. Also, when you're younger, you just don't. There's not as much at stake. It's like, right. you know, I'm trying to set up something here. I don't want to have to work at, at an insane level for bad pay forever. Right. Things need to improve. Correct. You know? Yeah. Much like the crime or the homeless problem, it's not enough to say that, like, thirty <clears throat> over the last 30 years, things have been getting better for everyone. It's like, yeah, in my life, not so much. So right. I need to take responsibility for that if no one else is going to, because no one else is going to. Mm. 
And so, you know, looking at the Biden student loan thing and being like, okay, if they actually like fucking pull this off and I just drop a bunch of my savings right now, like diminishing that debt by like a quarter or like a fifth, <sighs> it's that, not a bad idea. Yeah, but it's that's pr- also... It probably mm. makes sense to do that, you know? Mm. And then thinking about the studio and all <clears> of these <throat> things. It's like, if I want this to be perpetual, if I want to be able to make art and stuff, because I'm not a romantic anymore. I don't sit around right. like some of our, <clears throat> some people I know and be like, well, it's just worth it because it's your passion or whatever. It's like, no, none of that's no, no, true. No. It's dollars and cents. Like, you know, even if I'm not successful on like a blue chip level where I'm a millionaire and it pays all my bills or whatever, I needed to pay some of my bills, though. Otherwise, I quit because fuck it. Seriously. Right. Because yeah. I really don't care that much about it. I do like I do like making art. I have a passion for viewing and creating it but i don't have enough of a passion for viewing and creating it to like put myself in stress in distress anymore right. yeah i had that for a long time i don't have that yeah i mean yeah. the you saw the strike at new school right yeah can you like lay this out for me because i've only seen it in posts and i yeah. find it so annoying that i'm not looking into it oh i mean it's be- here's the thing i mean part of it is that like it's like they have so many adjuncts. It's literally run by adjuncts. So none of them have healthcare and they're getting paid really shitty. Right. So like there was a, someone had a poster that was like, I taught 11 courses in a year. And I was like, honestly, is that a lot? I don't know. 11 courses in a year would be six, one semester and five the next. Yeah. That's an insane amount of classes to be teaching. What? I mean, and you're probably t- making what? $33,000 for the entire year to do that. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> the part. See, that's the part. This is the part that I'm like, okay, yeah. you know, it's the, it's the making no money on it that I'm like, that's fucked. You know, like the new school has so much money and has brain, you know, brand new campus. They charge their students a shitload of money. Like it's an and under- let me guess the provost makes like four hundred and eleven thousand dollars a year. The you know oh yeah it's fucked. Like yeah. all of all of the uh, all the, the old seven t- people that work that have worked there for longer than a decade make almost a million dollars, and all of the adjuncts make like four grand. The a class. wage, yeah. oh, the, your wages would be better working at McDonald's, and that is not a lot. Yeah, because yeah. Christina posted a thing. She's like, I love teaching. I could not do it. I like, and this is like the thing of. Age. I agree with that sentiment a hundred percent. This is the thing about aging. It's like, okay, how long can you do this for? Look, listen, this was really great, but honestly, there's only so many fucking seats at the table, and I get that, and that's fine. However, like, you don't live in the burbs where you can just like have a painting shed. Like, the painting shed costs so much money. Yeah. You don't just have a, a an extra garage, right? You know, like, fuck, I don't know. Like that's the part that no so it is, that's it, the part that no one tells you. Is it the is it the adjuncts that are the adjuncts are striking right now? Yeah. For better pay, do you know what their demands are or anything like no, that? No, do I you don't remember any of the specifics? No. I'd be very curious about that because you know, I don't know. I think people um I think people poo-poo these kind of strikes a lot of the time because it's like whatever, some like academics and the humanities who cares, but like it, the situation is truly desperate. Yeah. And 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 they don't get a lot of sympathy because um, I think the broader like population views the humanities as dispensable anyway and views academics with a lot of scorn and right. for a lot of for a lot of good reasons too. Yeah. Um, and the way that the strikers often frame themselves as if uh, is as if being an adjunct teacher is like being a factory worker at the yeah, end of the 19th little, yeah. century, which is not true yeah. either. Like you guys aren't dying because you fell into molten lead, which like actually happened recently. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, um, 
you know, so it's it's, it's hard yeah. to empathize with that struggle. I think from the outside, increasingly over time, for me, it's harder to empathize with. I'm like, get a real job. I mean, and that's like how everyone feels. Like back in the day, like you do. Do you know how nice it was to be like, I made what was it? The last thing I made, it was like six grand or something like that. I might have even it might have been more because Ruck, Rutgers pays the most out of anywhere. Wow, out of any adjuncting, yeah, they yeah. they famously have give out a lot of like they pay their adjuncts too much but then people start like we want more money and i'm like shut up it's pretty good okay um and then they like sprinkled on some extra because i was wrangling tas yeah um and i was like you know to go there twice for three hours for so six hours of work a week and you get a check every other week for like 12 grand or whatever i was like this isn't the worst thing in the world and you can do that when you're Pavo and 24. Sure. Because you're like, whatever, everything's cheap. I don't give a shit. Right. I'll eat dollar dumplings forever. Right. And then you're like, I can't do that anymore. Yeah, no, you have you have a lifestyle to maintain. And I don't even mean that in the sense of vanity. It's just that your body is failing. You need to eat better, more expensive food. Your health is failing. You need to go to the gym or otherwise figure out your life. Like your transportation mm-hmm. needs become different because you, you got to travel around to see significant other like like when as life expands it gets more expensive just necessarily yeah and it can't support dollar dumplings forever no you know and, and no like, one wants to be the kooky like new york person oh yeah i'm just living in new york being poor i mean I, I i think some people romanticize that and there's genuinely nothing wrong with that it's just that i don't want to be poor it's way more fun like i can only speak for rich. myself i don't want that i don't think anybody wants that i think all i think all these people that are like striking at the new school or whatever it's just because like hey can we just have some like basic dignity yeah you know we're not doing this for fun i'm not asking for dinner at per se every week but like really the root of the issue that i think makes it unsympathetic for a lot of people is like well you're the one that decided to get a degree in printmaking or whatever right but it's hard, yeah. it's, it, you know, and it's hard from the outside if you're not like an arts person to have to, to care. It's like, you you know, you made it you made a mistake. You right. decide you elected on a major that gives you no real world skills. And in fact, like only reinforces your sense of self-importance over y- your like scholarly ineptitude. Mm. Because frankly, most artists are not that smart. You know, what did Willem de Kooning say? Was it such a bright idea for Monet to paint those haystacks? And then he stares like a retard into the camera. And you're <sighs> like, you know what? You just made a very compelling case. <laughs> so, so, like, I get it. You know? It, it's like sort of the the, the people with the le- less good coping mechanisms that end up doing, like, the fun thing. And then asking society to, like, care about them. Well... We did also New York City. I'm one of these people, by the way. I'm yeah, not no. throwing stones. New York here. also did just uh, a lot, like twenty thousand, like um, what's it called? The fuck is it called? Like almost like a UBI, but it's like really, really low. They did for that? artists, yeah, really. And I was like, how come I didn't know to apply for that? I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, they just like granted it, and then they used a photo of Fred Turner. Hmm. But then they didn't post the list, so I'm like, is Fred getting money? Is there like an income threshold for this and stuff? I, I mean, how know. do you even do this? I don't fucking know. If you can just get free money, I want it. I think you have to do work at like a nonprofit or something too. And I was like, ooh, ooh, pass. Yeah, it's tough with all this stuff. I mean, the the student loan thing. Like the other day when I was opening all my tabs and investigating all my things, they make a big deal on all of the uh, government loan websites about, hey, you can, you know, 
you can pay this off faster with forgiveness if you work for a government organization or a nonprofit. Right. And it's <clears> like, yeah, there's not that many of those jobs. Like, what do you guys... They, yes. they have that very front and center as if it applies to the majority of people when it, in fact, applies to, like, 12% of... I think in, like, smaller cities, that is... You're more likely than not working for some branch of city or... You know what? That's very true because they don't have a private art industry. Right. Whereas... Because they don't. They just don't. I mean, commercial galleries with multiple employees, yeah, that's not a thing. It's the owner and their assistant that do every... Wear every hat. Right. You know? Yeah. There's nobody working for private art institutions. You're working for a museum. You're working for a foundation. You're working for a school. You're working for the government. But I guess you could say, like, if you worked for the Met, could you apply for... Forgiveness because it's a nonprofit. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, there yeah. I think museum workers can, but you know, it's it's like all of these government initiatives that sound really good on paper that actually only end up helping people that don't need it as much. Like, yeah. For, when I'm thinking of art <clears throat> handlers, it's like for the most part, if you work at a museum, your benefits are better, your hourly pay is better, like your entire life is better for having worked at one of these nonprofit institutions than working in the private sphere. But you also get this additional benefit that people you know that have the disadvantage of being in the private sphere don't get and it's like well you know that just creates resentment like right. between uh, like the cast of proles that are dealing with this problem right um good for them i suppose and and i mean maybe this is circling back to what you're saying of like hey just you know leave your job every three years but the problem is like you know i have a coworker that worked at the met for a while and then came back to where i work now because he was like, yeah, the Mets benefits are great, but their hourly pay is shit until you've worked there for a set amount yeah. of years, and then it's tremendous. Uh-huh. But I have house payments. Right. I can't work for 10 years in anticipation of the 90 grand I would eventually make. Right. I need money now. Correct. And that's how every that's how I feel. Yeah. Sure. I would, lo- I would love to go work at the Met and have an easier job and be able to apply to all this stuff, but I can't live on 40 grand a year. I can't live on 60 grand a year. Yeah, the idea of taking a cut for like an eventual payoff, a uh, maybe psychotic. payoff too, and in in the student loan case, it's particularly egregious because they're like you have to make ten years of qualifying payments and then it's forgiven. And it's Wait, like, what? Ten years of qualifying payments without missing a single one. LOL. Good luck. And it's like yeah, on forty grand in New York. Okay, sure. Mm, how? Ha, who? I've never paid one on time once ever. I only pay them when they call me and send pink padded envelopes. Oh, man. I mean, this is slightly boring, but this whole conversation has been boring. <laughs> um, the reason, actually, you're making you're sparking my memory, that this all began is that I um, was looking at my credit card initially. And I was like, I hate my credit card because the, AP, uh, the APY is high and the mm. rewards are bad. Oh. So I was like, Chase has all these nice credit cards where I could get all this cash back and stuff. Yeah. And then I went to apply to one on Chase's website, and my credit is so poor Oh, because of my student loans. I pay my credit card bill and everything. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I've been pretty consistent with the necessary payments for a long time, but student right. loan payments, I mean, no. never yeah. been consistent with that. Yeah. Um, but the couple of my loans that are held by a private company have really been dragging down my credit score because oh. the ones that are government and are paused are no big deal. Right. But it's these other ones that have been fucking my credit score up and i went to apply for like a nice chase credit card and they were like no your credit score is dog shit yeah i have that and i was like okay that's why i have the capital one cards 
I was like, it doesn't, it's so interesting that it doesn't matter that I've had a credit card for 20 years that right. I've never made a late payment on. And that counts less than a giant thing, than yeah. a giant student loan. Yeah. Which is weird because it's like, wouldn't they be like, oh, we would love to overextend you. We, yeah. make, we make way more money. You on make that. consistent payments on your private debts all the time. Right. Like every day, every every month, twice a month. That's wild. And that doesn't matter though. Yeah. So I'm actually just upset that I can't get a Chase Sapphire rewards card or even a Chase Freedom Unlimited. Oh, those I, are those are kind of easy to get. I want that five. Yeah, my credit score is so bad, dude. It was way worse than I thought. Oh, I can't. I mean, I I applied for that once, and they were like, "Get out of here. That's silly." And I'm like, "But I don't even need like a high limit. I just want the five percent cash back for the first year." There are you other. I, oh, can you get can you get my credit card so I can get five hundred bucks? They give you cash back. I know my credit card gives me cash back too, but like the the chase credit cards are like really incredible with their offers because the first year deal especially you have zero apy Mm -hmm. no interest at all yeah and you get like extra amounts back on restaurants and flights and like all this other stuff yeah uh plus five percent cash back on like every other purchase yeah i i I pretty incredible has that you have all that stuff yeah wow but it's a shitty capital one card Mm -hmm. but you know i think using it in europe and paying it off repeatedly every day they were like "Ooh, we like this this is a lot of churn and a lot of use because all they're doing is making money off of the transaction fees and shit like that they don't really give a fuck but i was like i know i have until fucking next year to rack this fucker up and then the interest kicks so i'm like no no you'll get paid off in full don't worry yeah yeah well i think they bank on giving people no interest so they just kind of forget that there ever will be interest right and then the second year when they're not making payments on Bam. Time, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no that's how they get you and that's how it piles up yeah, but not if you not if you're thinking ahead. Yeah, if you think ahead a little bit. You're like, hmm, great. When that not stimmy, what's it called? Tax return hits. Ooh, baby, down to zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll be like, what? No, <laughs> foiled again. And I'll be like, mm-hmm. But I'll get distracted and want to buy myself something pretty, and you know that it's usually how that goes. So, yeah. Well. It's a shorter, shorter episode, sir, but it checks out. Oh, great. What what time is it? It's late anyway, uh, 58. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I think that's fine. I think that's fine. And if the after show turns out to be better, we'll make this one into the after show and the after show into the Oh, doing show. a little flippy floppy? Maybe. Hmm. I feel like lately we've been covering finance on the after show, but we inverted uh-huh. it this time, and I feel bad about being that boring. So. Oh, it was fun up top. We'll see. Yeah. We'll All right. See. Thank you.